This podcast is brought to you by Satellite Sisters. Satellite Sisters is a weekly podcast that's a pep talk for modern women. We're real sisters with really different lives. Tune in for women's humor, health, and happiness. Find Satellite Sisters at any of your favorite podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Satellite Sisters, the sound of friendship. You're listening to Satellite Sisters Talk TV. This is our weekly recap of the CBS drama, Madam Secretary. I'm Leanne Dolan in Los Angeles. I'm here with our foreign correspondent, Julie Dolan, returning from a trip to Argentina for a secret mission. Isn't that correct, Julie? That's correctly, and happy President's Day to you. I think it's very fitting that we're doing a Madam Secretary recap on a national holiday. It's sort of a national holiday every time the show's on. That's the way I feel. It is. It is. They took a couple of weeks off. We took a couple of weeks off while Julie was in Argentina uh, on her CIA mission. I mean, her vacation. And so now we're back uh, with the latest episode of Madam Secretary. And Julie, this is season five, episode 14. What's it called? What was the name of it? I'm looking something better, Liam. Something better. Huh. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know. I don't well, get... And for me, this yeah. episode, something better is, I think the burning question has to be what happened to Eric Stoltz's hair because it was frizzy and misshapen. And you know, he's no longer a war zone surgeon. He does have access to Pantene shampoo products, but I, we're, have, we're going to have to talk about that. I mean... I my notes say why does Eric Stoltz have the same haircut as Elizabeth Warren? So that I mean, but not as good as Elizabeth. Not as good. You saw it was like frizzy, dried out, blowed out. I I don't know who did his hair, but I, more I don't know. Pantene, Eric. Yeah, I don't I don't know what was happening there. I I really don't. That is the biggest mystery of this of this episode. And uh, but he still got the scarf, Julie. He still got that scarf. I know that dashing scarf. Mm-hmm. I, I assumed you were swooning when you saw that. <laughs> the hair. I have to admit, the hair. The hair was a distraction for me. I, I'm not used to seeing my boyfriend look like that. But um, all right, this episode it had flashbacks, it had pandas, and it had the talking heads. Mm-hmm. So those are three devices I enjoy. So yes. <laughs> I, are it actually had four storylines there was uh-huh. uh, they were uh disconnected really i mean uh-huh. i know we were supposed to be finding common ground maybe that was something better but the first one was a dangerous situation in nicaragua and yes. then we get some of president dalton's backstory so mm-hmm. i think that's why that was a main storyline um the second storyline was about social media for good right. and evil it was preposterous, yeah, <laughs> as social media is. Yes. So I thought that part of it was perfect. Yes. Uh, then we had a storyline about Jay's dating life that mm-hmm. was just one long workplace violation, I think. Don't you? You're right, Leanne. It was made me cringe. And okay. then we have a surprise visit from the daughter, Zoe. She's out Chloe. of the stroller, Leanne. Chloe. And- Chloe. Chloe. Oh, Chloe. I forgot her name. Okay. But Chloe is out of the stroller. She and is. now she's now instead of six months, she's six years old, Liam. Yeah. It's I love T V kids. Yeah. Yes. Well government work ages you, Julie. They say that when you <laughs> So, so, and then we have this 
fourth storyline that I wish actually got a little more time. The Henry's niece is shipping off to the green zone, but with great trepidation. She's a, she's a nurse. She's an army nurse, I think, or mm-hmm. some, yes. she's a nurse. Yes. I don't know. Trauma what, nurse. Yes. And, and so she's shipping off and she was in DC and, and Henry had to do some emotional counseling there. Um, all right. So let's start with the Nicaragua storyline. We're not really going to break it down scene by scene because some of the scenes, it was just an excuse to have Minister Chen on the Skype, which I enjoy. But uh-huh. the basic storyline was that many years ago, we learned that President Dalton was the station chief for the CIA in Nicaragua. Lynn, wasn't it a relief when I saw that there was going to be a flashback and they were go- we were going to have an early President Dalton? I was like, oh, please, oh, please, do not dye his hair black and make that old Keith Carradine be a young Keith Carradine. I was so happy it was a completely different actor playing President Dalton. So that was that was a relief to me. Yeah, kind of hot and handsome President yeah. Dalton, too. Yeah. yeah, like, ooh, 35 years ago, President Dalton. Yeah, so with some energy, he was good. I was happy to see him out of that Oval Office. So we got that. He's the CIA station chief. There's a critical mistake under his watch made. It has sort of echoes of the Iran-Contra thing. Essentially, mm-hmm. we're trying to get rebels to be assets for regime change in Nicaragua. But the assets, instead of planting a bug in the president's house, they end up planting a bomb in the president's house. Right. The and CIA they kill is the wife, right? Yes. They kill the wife. The president is injured. And the son, the eight-year-old son, watches the whole thing. So now flash forward to present-day Nicaragua. The son, who watched his mother be murdered by CIA-sponsored rebels, is now the president. The country is in chaos. He is forming relationships with China and Russia and just doesn't pay any attention to the United States at all. And uh, so Bess, she's on the phone. She's trying to build a coalition. It's really President Dalton's story. And the whole point is to say, like, boy, we made a lot of mistakes along the way. Like, right. o- over the course of decades, the U.S. has been in places and under the guise of, you know, furthering our interests or furthering democracy, we made a lot of mistakes. And th- that was a nice moment, I thought, when they, that scene in particular. Um, Yeah, I thought that was good. Yeah, because President Dalton was stalling on doing anything in Nicaragua out of guilt because he felt very guilty about sort of the mistakes he made as a young case officer have now came back a generation later. You have this chaos um, in Nicaragua. You have an authoritarian president who's about to, you know, harm all these relatively innocent protesters. And so, so I, that, you know, that dilemma is probably true, you know, and, and that's the episode did point out uh, some of our foreign policy mistakes. Yeah. So uh, ultimately it it finds a peaceful resolution when the two old rivals, the father of the, the now president of Nicaragua Mm -hmm. and Dalton meet in Miami. So once again, Dalton out of the oval, I like seeing, (laughs) I like seeing right. it. And it was and it was Bess's light bulb moment that yeah. suggested maybe maybe if you talk to the father, the father can convince the son, uh, Medino, who's now uh, the president, to back off and uh, and reconsider his authoritarian ways. Uh, 
and uh, he was able to do that. So yes, I think it's good to get Dalton out of out of, out the, of the office. office. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then, and yeah, and you know, I think the CIA, his CIA background, is an interesting part about him, as is best. So I like it when they do some of that CIA stuff. Like when we see that, that I like that. So, mm -hmm. uh, so, but I, I can't. It wasn't really Bess's storyline. It was more Dalton's storyline, the lead storyline, wouldn't you say? I would say that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Bess was, you know, busy kind of working the phones and things like that. But, uh, and she, you know, but it, she wasn't, she wasn't the focus. Exactly. Right. Right. So, uh, so that was the A storyline. The, the B storyline to me was more interesting, and that was the social media storyline. Mm -hmm. So we, and it was both like funny. Slash sad, slash true, slash sad, slash funny. Like slash what? preposterous. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But it, it dealt with the concept that social media has become a huge part of our politics, whether we like it or not. Good or bad, evil or excellent, true or false. Like people, presidents, you know, elected officials, administrative staff on social media can actually affect the way U.S. policy is made. So, you know, Leanne, I was just so sad the other day thinking about when Twitter first came out. And if you followed any, I was used to follow John McCain on Twitter. Yeah. And you'd have Twitter uh, uh, posts like, I am heading now to a subcommittee on the yeah. Foreign <laughs> Relations Committee. That's what Twitter used to be. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no longer. But I know. Okay. I, I digress. But I just, uh, we're, you know, it used to be sort of boring stuff, just right. where you were, your location, but now, no more, right? Yeah. Well, I think that was the point of the story line. I mean, I think, it, you know, how influential it's become for better or worse, like Instagram and, and Twitter and Facebook. We have to deal with it in some way. And, you know, whether you want to or not, you have to have a social media profile if you're mm -hmm. at a certain level. And this is Russell's dilemma. Julie, were you around for the show where he harassed the homeless woman? Were you? Were, no, I think I was out of okay. the country, Liam. You yes. were out of the country, and that was the one I watched but didn't ever get a chance to record um, a recap to for various reasons. So anyway, there was one where, like, Russell was shown in the worst light harassing a homeless woman who was protesting pretty much every day for years outside of the White House. And just in a classic Russell, I've had too much coffee moment, he, you know, took her head off. It was captured on a cell phone video. And so now he's trying to rehab his image. So the poor comms guy, I liked him. I hope he comes yeah, he back. he was good. I, I liked him. I thought he was a good character and he had some snappy dialogue. So bring him back. Yeah. Time. Well, I'm hoping a love interest for Stevie, right? Yeah. That is not Ooh, oh right. Yeah, good thinking. I yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. That's not like a you know this <laughs> not like a heroin addict. Heroin yeah, addict. That's, that's a good idea. Leah. The Russian spy, just like uh, another uh, smart guy that works in the White House. So come on, Stevie, comms director, um, or comms assistant director. All right. So Russell has to like soften up his image. He immediately hands off the task to Stevie, who. <laughs> She's just so still cute. tapping away at her tiny, tiny desk uh, there out in the <laughs> yes. lobby. Uh, but she's she does a very good job at being cute and alert and trying really hard. Don't yes. you think? Yes. She really seems like a 22, 23 year old that is trying yeah. to learn the ropes, not do anything wrong, but still doesn't really know what she's doing. So in this case, she 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 signs up. She's honored, she says, or something like that. And she's the one that's supposed to soften his image. And Russell is like, why do I have to do this? We're fighting to save health care for millions of children. And we're, you know, there's an uprising in Nicaragua 
Nicaragua. This is ridiculous. And that's the point. It is, right, Julie? That's what you were saying. Like, uh-huh. we just want to know about the vote. We don't really need to know about <laughs> right. what you're cooking for dinner, you know, if you're the chief of staff for the president of the United States. But now that's part and parcel of the job. So Stevie discovers that Russell sometimes takes some executive time and watch, <laughs> watches Panda Cam. I mean, can't blame them. I mean, pandas are adorable, and who doesn't love a panda? It's it's very relaxing. If you haven't done that, you know, we suggest you just go Google yourself up some pandas and enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. So he watches the panda cam at the Washington Zoo. Stevie thinks this is, you know, this is Instagrammable. This is Twitterable. So she does that, and it blows up. You know, never we've uh-huh. never had a tweet blow up, Julie. Have we? The satellite sisters. Not no, once, we're trying. Right? I maybe maybe it's pandas, <laughs> Leanne. Even on I don't Twitter, know. we were like early adopters to Twitter, where we just would say things like "had cereal for breakfast," but <laughs> nope, never had a tweet blow up. But um, so long story short, the panda tweet blows up, and the next morning, Russell has dozens and dozens of stuffed pandas in his office, which I yeah, thought all was the very- politicians are mocking him yeah. that you know he watches pandas, and so you can imagine Russell's reaction to that, right? Yeah. Stevie thinks she's going to lose her job. She's terrible. She's trying to make up for it. But this is where the social media dovetails with the policy because lo and behold, you know, he's like, I'm trying to save children's health care. And there are a whole bunch of sick kids in the White House. And they see one little girl sees Russell and says, oh, my gosh, are you Mr. Panda? And the next thing you know, another Instagrammable moment happens. They, they take a photo together. There are pandas everywhere. They're all over social media. And in 24 hours, Stevie saves children's health care through pandas. Is that right? They even named the bill after panda. They come up with some acronym that that spells out panda. Way to go. I was happy, Stevie, you know, because she's had a lot of blunders there in the White House. Yes. So I was glad that uh, something that she was involved in turned out well. So that was good. And Russell was very sweet. He called her in on a Saturday and he said, and I think she thought she might be fired or demoted, even though she's uh-huh. only an intern. I don't know what they could demote her to, but. Um, uh, Take but, away that tiny, tiny desk of hers. Yeah. <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> I think that's probably really it's, what all those desks, those offices. So look like. small. I know. Okay. It makes me laugh. But <laughs> no, he commends her. He says, I trust your instincts are really good. You still have a lot to learn, but she's, and would you like to come watch the vote on the floor? I thought that was a really nice moment. Moment. I like yes. that moment. Yes, I. One of my yes, I would say fa- one of my favorite scenes in yeah. this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Next, we have Jay's dating life. Just a couple of things you need to know about this. Okay. So remember the episode they were in the, yes. the airport of Reykjavik, right? Or yeah, Ireland? They were, Where were they? Ireland, right? Iceland. No, they Iceland. were stuck in Iceland, right? Yeah. Be, or maybe it was a, a volcano in Iceland. Yes. Oh, that's they, it. They were in yeah. Ireland because of yeah. a volcano in Iceland. And they and they met and she's a chess champion yeah. and it was cute. That was, was a cute. cute little meet there. Yeah. And apparently yeah. they've been uh, texting and FaceTiming and they've stayed in touch, right? Yes. So now she's going to be in D.C. for the what's her name? Annalise. Annalise. Yes, Annalise. Like yeah. So Annalise is going to be in D.C. for a couple of days. But Jay is so busy with this whole Nicaraguan thing, he keeps having to blow off their dates, blow off their dates. So there's one scene. Bess calls everyone in on a Saturday. And oh, yeah. we're going to talk about casual Saturdays uh, in uh-huh. our <laughs> binders full of blouses. So Bess calls everyone in on a Saturday. And that's when Chloe, the daughter, has to come in. <laughs> Right. Of course she's there. Again, if you saw the toys she was playing with, like, 
what the heck? They couldn't even get her some matching Legos. That was like, those were the just random Legos that someone, someone had in their purse. And they said, here, play with these. I, I, I didn't understand it. But she's there in the office. Yeah, I love that. It was cute when Madam Secretary walked in. She said, hi, MSEC. That was cute, I thought. Yeah. And uh, so... Okay, they solve Nicaragua. That gets all wrapped up pretty quickly in their, in their Saturday meeting. So MSEC's like, hey, I'll babysit. Go get your girl. And then we have everybody in the office, like, talking to him about his dating life. Ooh. I, oh. Ooh. I, <laughs> I mean, I know they're supposed to be all good friends. And they're supposed to be rooting for each other. And the guys, perhaps this is what they talk about. But honestly, yeah. you know, just... I know. Our sister Liz Dolan does a show called Safe for Work, uh-huh. a workplace advice podcast. And just last week, they covered office, like, should you ever talk to your employee about dating or should your, you know, yeah. your boss ever talk? To- and the answer was no, like never, no, not in the workplace. And I had just listened to that Safe for Work episode and then I watched this. I was like, oh yeah, this is just a violation. This wouldn't happen, shouldn't happen. And right, it like they all have really tough personal lives because they work at the State Department and they're busy. But anyway, I, I will say though, I thought Jay's kiss was top notch. I thought me too. I was like, okay, I mean, Pale Jay, you solid. did something. You really, you got it going there. You went in and you got a good kiss. Yeah. I agree. Liam. Yeah. I agree. That was, that was really quite the ending. Yes. So I was happy for him, happy for Pale Jay. And, but I, I don't think those conversations happen in the workplace or should they, but Jay made the most of Madam Secretary. <laughs> babysitting he really oh, made yeah, madam secretary and mr president and how mr. about president. that too yes yeah. at one point <laughs> at one point chloe's in the oval office <laughs> sitting at the president's desk coloring yeah yeah those are pretty good that's a good team of babysitters you yeah. got going there yeah, yeah sure that's <laughs> believable uh-huh <laughs> okay and then the final storyline was a just sort of a, a throwaway storyline about Henry's niece. Uh, I thought it was a little underdeveloped, but it, you know, we saw earlier in the season that she was going to become a nurse, a trauma nurse in the army or the Marines. I don't know which. And then, um, and now she's being deployed to the green zone. So the right. first is a very unusual, first we get a very unusual call, like brother to brother call Henry from his brother. And I thought that dad, I didn't under, I, I just thought that was too much. You know, I like, think he would, he would be... never ask his brother to have his daughter re- redeployed to a, out of Iraq. Is that what you're saying? Right. I, I just that thought you might call and express I'm concerned. Obviously, your child slash husband slash, you know, relative slash wife is about to be deployed. You're going to be worried. But I don't think you would call your brother and like demand that he that he get the assignment changed. I right. I just thought that was I was surprised at that. Yeah. I like the character of Sarah McCord, yes. McCord the niece. I yeah. think she's, you know, she, you know, you, she had a fair amount of like trauma and trepidation about going over. I think the scene when she's in the McCord's kitchen and they're all preparing dinner and she starts to really kind of freak out yeah. about really being able to help and be effective in a war zone or to help people that are dying. I thought that was a good scene, Liam. Yes, I did too. Yeah, that I, she's a very believable character. I said, I wish they had given this storyline a little more time. And then, but then they go to see Uncle Eric, uh, who, that was funny when Bess is like, I don't really know if he's going to be that, (laughs) that helpful. But 
he is. He's very straightforward and very helpful to Sarah about like, you know, here's what you need to do to not mess up. Get some sleep. Get, how do you sleep? <laughs> I thought that was that was, that was pretty simple. Yeah. I was so distracted by his bad frizzy hair, Leon. I, I had a hard time happening. listening to his advice. But so it's good that you that you repeated what you don't what think he that said. was a wig, do you? I don't know, Leon. It was like a really funny color. It was almost yeah. like a light purple. Yeah. I don't. I it was like your hair. You had like put a lot of bad chemicals in yeah. his hair, and it all frizzed out. I I, I, it's a mystery to me, Leon. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, but he turned out to be very helpful, and yes. off and off Sarah went. So okay. those were the four storylines. That was the episode. It looks like we have a week off next week. There, no Madam Secretary, but then mm-hmm. after that, oh, I guess it's the Oscars next Sunday night. That's why they don't do it. They don't go up okay. against the Oscars. Okay, that's a good excuse. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I, I don't think they want to go up against the right. Oscars. Uh, um, all right, binders full of blouses. Okay, I, I, can I start? I yeah. just because I have a whole head of steam about this, okay. and this is about Bess's shoes. She's putting them on the furniture, I so know. it has nothing I to know. do with that. She's wearing those shoes, but like, what the heck, Bess? Bess, you got your feet up on the furniture in your office in that one scene when they're trying to figure out who they can put in this coalition of the willing to go up against yeah. the Nicaraguans. Yeah. What's that about? She would never have her feet on. And then in another scene, she's asleep on the couch with her shoes on, yeah. on, the, on the furniture. Okay. I couldn't handle it, Lane. Okay. I couldn't handle it. I can see that. I, I, I can see okay. that. It was upsetting okay. to you, huh? Well, what did you think about Casual Saturday when she just came in? I think she was wearing Rothy's sneakers, Casual Saturday. I, 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 yeah. I she looked good. Least. Uh, that looked good. She was. She was. I. I enjoyed Daisy's outfit. Casual Saturday. It was a home run. The ripped jeans and the yellow sweater. She looked fantastic in that. Yes, she me, did. That was. That was like the best outfit of of the entire episode. Yeah. Second place goes to her polka dot dress, uh, which is was adorable and short and cute and sassy. It was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The other than yeah, other than that, Casual Saturday and Eric Stoltz's hair. I had nothing else. So that. Okay. Oh, I have one other. How, oh. Leon, I cannot believe you don't have this in your notes because mine is highlighted. And that would be Henry's booty shot in the shorts on oh. the bed. I mean, what, what was that? <laughs> he was wearing, but he was wearing shorts and lying on the stomach on the bed. And the camera angle just sort of lingered over oh. his booty as it panned out to see Elizabeth go into the closet to get some, I don't know, a hand lotion or something. You didn't notice that? You know, sometimes if I'm writing the notes, I may look down for a second. I feel like I need to rewatch you that scene. You better go watch that scene. in slow-mo. There are two shots oh. of it. Later. Ling- I, did, I did have back rub. Like yeah, well, exclamation yeah, point, exclamation point. No, but, but it's the shorts oh, he's wearing. Okay. All right, okay. Julie. Okay. And the camera angle. That was <laughs> really right, settle, settle down there, Urban Nana. Settle down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, okay. I just... Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, that is it for this week's Madam Secretary recap. Um Tomorrow on the regular Satellite Sister show, Julie, you, you were in Patagonia. You did a bang-up job last week explaining the trip that you were on, all the right. hiking and the glaciers and the elements and the animals and the mm-hmm. geology. So if you're listening to Madam Secretary and you haven't subscribed to Satellite Sisters yet, now is the time you're going to want to do it. Julie and Liz did a, a great trip and a complete description of the wilds of Patagonia. 
But tomorrow on the show, you're going to talk about Argentina and Buenos Aires specifically. Yes, right? we are. Yeah, and we're going to talk. We're going to give you travel tips if you're thinking of heading in that, thinking about heading in that direction. We're going to talk about our favorite things and some of our favorite experiences that happened in Buenos Aires. Yeah. Fantastic. And I have a pretty hot story about a themed cruise coming up. A Golden oh, no. Girls Golden Girls themed cruise. Whoa. So Oh gosh. That that scares me, Lynn. If Patagonia sounds too wild, but a Golden Girls themed cruise sounds more your speed, you're gonna want to tune in to Satellite Sisters. Plus I know we'll have some Oscar picks and uh and a few other a few other things on the show tomorrow so that's satellite sisters you can find uh, that feed wherever you're listening to this feed all right julie uh great work thanks thanks, thanks for all thanks for all your sh- eagle eyes and um <laughs> okay Leanne. i'll talk okay. to you tomorrow okay okay sounds good Leanne. talk to you tomorrow bye don't forget call your satellite sister